Good morning. It is Monday, October 5th, 7.45 a.m. I hope you all had a good week. I know I did. It's been kind of a crazy week for everybody just because all the election crap. Um, it's stressful, that part. It's really hard to bring myself back to the present moment um, when all this anxiety-inducing news is coming in, but also I'm obsessed with checking the news. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, things are always changing constantly, it seems. The debates were complete and total I don't want to insult circuses, but it was kind of like a, it was more of a sideshow. It was, I was expecting them to be bad, but that really just, that definitely torpedoed any, any remaining, you know, any hanging thread of faith I had in our democracy where it stands such a mess. It was so embarrassing and undignified. Just still still dealing with that, still cringing from that. I don't even know why someone who is a Republican or ultra conservative, okay, fine, you're that. That's you. Why you'd even want this clown representing you? Is that the best you can do? It's ridiculous. It's like you only like him because he's an asshole and a bully. There's really something to be said for manners. Just basic manners. And common courtesy. Anyway, don't get me started. <laughs> don't make me convince. Um... A couple days later, was it Thursday when he was diagnosed with COVID? And I think that he, he had it before. He, of course, had it during the debate. And I think he's, he's doing it to try to, I mean, I don't think he's getting, announcing that he has COVID on purpose, but I think he's going to use it for some angle and that he's going to try to stay in the white house by any means necessary. It's just the sense of anxiety that it fills me with just because I don't want to live in a country that is governed by these idiots. It's just, it stresses me out, you know, it really does. I'm glad I moved to San Francisco when I did. I'm glad I got the hell out of Texas. I love Texas, but I'm really glad that I left when I did. Um, but then with global warming, we're going to lose more of our of San Francisco's peninsula. We're going to lose more of that. 
in a very short time. The weather here has been insane. Just 90 degrees one day, 60 degrees the next. Poor air quality. One moment. <sighs> Pardon me. Very strange times we're in. In a way, it's kind of exciting because history is being made. There's just so much suffering in the world. And it's almost like it's America's turn to suffer now. Join the rest of the world in the suffering and the madness. And, you know, it's a great way to distract from, you know, president's fascist statement. That's one thing that really creeped me out about the debates. When he addressed the Proud Boys, told them to stand by, and then later acted like he didn't even know who the Proud Boys were. Disgusting. Just a bunch of bloated jerks. Anyway, I... <laughs> I am just rambling out this word salad of frustration and thank you for getting this far it's been almost six minutes of this oh lord i've been sewing a lot i am working on this waist cincher upholstering it with silk velvet and one panel has upholstered wooden beads that are wrapped with silk cord and they dangle from glass beads and it's it's from like a victorian cape or something when when the scrap of fabric came into my possession it had been sewn to a girdle a part of a girdle that had been hacked up and then it had been edged with these this like garish panels of red sequins it was it was ugly but um i took that beaded fabric off and I'm making it into something beautiful. Um, a couple weeks ago, I got this gorgeous one size fits all dress. That's a multicolored rose motif that is, has metallic roses, so like silver and rose gold roses. It's, it's incredible. It's beautiful. But it's also, it needs a waist cincher it, because it's, it's very Renaissance fair, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I've just been mending, doing a lot of repairs. I want to start making my sweaters again. Tis the season. And sticking to my no commissions rule just so I can have more creative freedom and really just to push it as far as it can go. It's so strange though, with everything that's going on, with all the anxiety inducing events, the suffering, the deluge of information, you know, 
it does something, it puts a kink in my creative process in a way. Um, I don't know if any of you guys are experiencing that, but it's really hard to stay focused on developing an idea um, or a motif. And I think one of the things I'm going to do today after I finish shipping is just get out a piece of paper and just draw. Just kind of do a, what is it, a stream of consciousness drawing and see what I come up with. See if there's any silhouettes or or designs that like stick out to me. And just kind of get it out. And I think that will be a good exercise to stay in the present, you know. Um, I started to wake up around, I don't know, five or so this morning and Lavinia was sleeping on my pillow and I just, I woke up with all the, all the like tangle of garbage thoughts that I basically spilled out just now and Lavinia was purring really loud and I'm glad that she was because it forced me to, you know, consciously say, just focus on the purring. You can't do anything right now to change what is. Focus on the purring. You can't, you don't know what's going to happen with the election yet or how things will go. It's something that's beyond your control. Just listen to the purring. <laughs> and so I did. Um, it has just been really hard. It's been hard to go through the motions, you know. Um, even on my, you know, I have my designated shopping schedule, my shopping days for different places. And I just, I just wanted to hurry up and go home which normally that isn't, it isn't like that for me when I'm out shopping. Um, I'm really into discovering new things, but I just wanted to go home. But then when I got home, I was like, now what? You know, it's, it's such strange times that we're in right now. Um, I feel like the days leading up to the election, everyone is just kind of trying to bide their time and just fill their time. And I think I'm going to clean my house again and throw out some stuff, reorganize, and and try to reset. But one thing that helps is to really just when I'm starting to feel anxious and maybe this will help you guys too in some way, but when I'm starting to feel really anxious and overwhelmed, I just stop and I get in touch with where my body is. Like, is it on the bed? Okay. What, what are my feet doing? What are my ankles doing? How do they feel? And just like check in with every single articulation point of articulation so your knees your hips your tummy chest area shoulders elbows 
wrists, fingers, neck, ears, eyes, mouth, top of your head, back of your head. And it helps to calm me down. And it also helps me feel a little bit more, I guess, bluntly said, in control of something and of of a situation in my life that I could control. Because I feel like these powers that be are so huge and so insurmountable. And they're on such an ego trip right now. Kind of like the ego of power. And I'm really concerned about my human rights being taken away or they already have been and being trapped in a country that I'll never be able to leave, things like that. And I have no control over that. I can vote and hope for the best. But, you know, I can at least try to control the way I react to situations in my life. And I can control where I'm at right now in the present. And I can honor that space. (sighs) These are such strange times. I wonder what the the end is going to be like, you know? Like, how are we going to come out of this? Or will it just be a big anticlimax? It's so strange. I'm praying for the best. I'm praying that everyone is safe and healthy and that we all stay alive. So when I was out the other day, I came across a large stack of antique postcards uh, from between 1906 and 1928. They were primarily all Canadian, there were like Canadian points of interest and like natural wonders, not just Niagara Falls, but lesser known mountains and valleys. And some of them had writing and that sort of thing on them. And there's one in particular that was really interesting. The handwriting, of course, is horrible. Let me find one of them. One moment. So the postcard I found is of a black and white photo depicting a huge flat glacier that is nestled between and surrounded by a large mountain, Mount Robeson. And the postcard is labeled the Tumbling Glacier on Mount Robeson. Mount Robeson is located in Jasper National Park. The postcard is dated 6-10-1928. Dear Stella, Another one of my postcard letters. I am camped beside a glacier and ice field such as this on Mount Robeson. 
and it amuses me greatly when I go out with my dishpan and ice pick to get a day's supply of ice from the great mountain of ice. I feel so like an atom chopping on a small corner from the millions and millions of tons of ice. I was very busy after returning from Cornell and in bed for two days with a stupid cold before coming away. Miss Tarr told me that you were working with a doctor on College Street. Very sincerely, Herman Ford. All right. Wow. The handwriting is really tiny. But I wonder if that glacier exists still in the same capacity. It was almost a hundred years ago. I wonder if it even exists at all anymore. I'm going to have to give it a Google. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty ironic. You know, something so majestic and something that is proof of our smallness and contextualizes our our size and our our purpose you know that someone can be in awe of nature and and realize their smallness in its place i feel i feel sometimes that humans just we forget that there are other entities that exist there are there are other forces on this planet and there are things that have their own worlds the world of ice the world of trees every single living thing has its own sentience and i believe it has its own spirit and in service to our our lower natures and our lower i guess kind of like our lower vibrations how we just selfishly destroy everything around us we sabotage things and it's like that self-serving nature that's going to kill us ironically it's going to destroy us and everyone else in its wake so it's a lot to think about and you know you can say wow lion's scary he eats antelopes and like tears them to shreds or you know lightning it destroys churches and buildings and that sort of thing but we're destroying ourselves and Our selfishness, I think, is unique compared to other other entities and other other life forms and other aspects of nature. And I think we've got a lot to learn from the natural world around us. 
So yeah, after shipping, I'm going to go take a big old walk, <laughs> get in nature before it's gone. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hang in there, get in touch with your body, where it's at, how you're feeling. Get out in nature if you can and have a beautiful day. Take care. Bye-bye.